<laughs> this is going to be a long one. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of War on Ship People. My name is Isla, and I'll be your host today, and I'm joined by my sister, Patricia. <gasps> Do you want me to call you Dish? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care. Hola. Hola, people on the podcast places. <laughs> um, Tish has so graciously come on to the podcast today to discuss um, a topic that's close to both of our hearts, but also one that we researched a bit online. We're going to discuss shit housemates slash roommates slash bunkmates what do you call them living arrangements yeah all right tishy so Yo. tell me about how your day's been uh pretty good but got kicked out of my exam early so that was a little bit frustrating but i'll survive yes well lucky today's episode is not on shit exams otherwise we'd be here all day oh my goodness <laughs> where would i end um so christy our sister-in-law suggested um a new kind of starting to the episodes which is you tell a story about a time that you were a shit person Okay. So, Great. T- tell me a time when you were shit person. Okay, well, in relation to the theme of housemates, um, I used to live um, in a house with like four other people and I'm an early bird, got up super early in the morning and then every single morning I would get up at about five and get myself ready to go to yoga and like tra-la-la-la-la, like leave the house. Anyway, and then my housemate was just like one day, after like probably six weeks of doing this, my housemate was like, Tish. I need to teach you how to close. He was American. I'm not very good at accents, but he was like, I need to teach you how to close a door. And he'd be like, you turn the knob, you open the door, you put the door back gently, and then you turn the knob again to close the door. (laughs) And I was like, what? And he's like, you don't slam the door every morning when you leave at 5 a.m. to go to yoga. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So his bedroom was right next to the door, and for months he'd been tolerating me. Slamming the door. Ah, oh, fun. Um, that's a, similar to when I lived out with housemates. Not that you couldn't not slam this door. It was like a pull closed door. It didn't have like a proper door handle on the outside. And weirdly, in winter, it'd get really sticky, and so it was the noisiest thing. And wow. my bedroom <laughs> was right next to the door, and it was infuriating. But there was nothing they could do about it. I couldn't give them a door closing class like your friend. But it was annoying. Yeah, I think as well, like, it's super inconsiderate. That's, like, the basis of being a shit housemate is that, like... Basis of being a shit person, my friend. 100%. Yeah. If you're inconsiderate, you're basically the pits. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of our episodes are based around that and how different ways people are inconsiderate and selfish fucks. Yeah. Um, Cool. Well, let's get into it. Today we've decided um, it's not kind of key points like I normally rattle through. It's just going to be a lot of stories. So Tish and I each have a pretty decent shitty housemate story that we're going to run through. And then we're going to run off some top uh, stories from people that we contacted online to see what their shitty housemate stories were. And oh my God, we got so many. So many. So, so many. And like lots of different themes, which I think is also hilarious. Like lots of similarities. So something that you think may be like very like individual to your story, like there was lots of things that kept on reoccurring. Yeah, and even little things now that I think about being a housemate and trying to recall like all the 
little nuances that are not actually real big grievances against people, but just we were raised differently in our family home. So to come in, like as simple as tomato sauce, is it in the fridge? Is it in the cupboard? And no one sees eye to eye on that Yeah, because you're raised differently and you're raised how you are in your house. So you grow up with that. So little things like that to adjust to was really um, sharp learning curve when I first moved out of home. Um, how many different housemates have you had? Oh, too many to count. Yeah. And I don't know if I've been the shittest person in a few situations, but I definitely know that I have a lot of feral people that, not feral, <laughs> feral's a bit, there's just been some times where I would lie awake at night and be like, is this really my life? You know, because of the people that you're <laughs> living in your with. house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that you're sharing a house with. And I don't think that the, I think the, the biggest part of like what we were doing when we were researching is that it's not those little things about the tomato sauce that are, that, are, no. that are just like the things that make you a shit housemate. It's the big things. Yeah. And know? so many people wrote in with hundreds of different stories, but fairly big things. Like, I had to respond to some people and say, I'm so sorry this has happened to you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Some of them made me quite sad as well. And I was like, wow. Like, yeah, this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> yeah. So what is your main bad or your worst housemate story this that you have? This one's pretty funny. Like, and I don't know what category it falls in. It's definitely not as horrific as some of the people that, um, that like, wrote into the, to the questions. But... Um, this housemate that I used to live with used to get blind every night and rearrange the furniture in the house. <laughs> and like, so our house is one of those houses where it was, um, all the living areas were upstairs and all the sleeping quarters were downstairs. So yeah. I would go to bed at like, say I'm pretty like early sleeper, especially like if I want to get up early for work. So I'll be going to bed at like nine 30 and he'd get home and start drinking probably at about 10 and then put, continue to drink. And there'd be like midnight. And I would just hear like, couch is moving like the I'm, I'm sure at one stage he was trying to rearrange the kitchen and most of the stuff didn't move in there oh my you God. know and like it's kind of fun you wake up every morning and you're like cool the house looks different but it was wild yeah creepy creepy <laughs> um so that's probably the most ex- that's probably the most like standout housemate I've had do you think he had a drunk older ego that made him rearrange all the <laughs> no, furniture no. And what was the end goal of removing and moving all the furniture? I feel like he'd be pissed and he'd be like, oh, this space could look and feel better. Maybe but- his drunk alter ego was like, I don't like the feng shui of this feel. But also, like, you are not a big enough person to be moving couches by yourself. So, like, why are you trying? Do not injure yourself. You know, manual like, handling. And, yeah, and, like, no wonder he was, like, so exhausted in the morning because, one, you've got a hangover and, two, you've been, like, rearranging. Physical exertion. Big furniture all night. <laughs> Sweated you know? out what little water he had left in his body oh my god so silly so so silly yeah yeah so my horror story Mm. was when I lived in a share a share house with uh some women and um we were looking after my mum's dog and we left her inside while we went to work and I came home and the dog had pooped in the house one of the other days because it wasn't used to our house layout so I'm like I'll just check the whole house and make sure there's no poo and I went upstairs and I was like oh no the dog's caught a mouse and then on closer inspection, it was a used tampon. And I was like, ugh, fuck. So I like checked the bins, hadn't got into the bin, there was nothing in the bin, checked the bathroom, and I was like, where has this tampon came from? And then I followed a trail of like destruction of used pads into my housemate's bedroom where there was a bag that was literally like 40 centimeters tall, maybe, mm. and full to the brim of used tampons <gasps> and pads. 
in her bedroom cupboard. Oh, no. And I never got an explanation why. I'd let her know I'd been in her room because I had to, like, clean out all the pads and tampons um, and put them back in a bag because the dog had destroyed it all over the house, which was weird that I put them back in the bag and just put the (laughs) bag back in the cupboard in a panic. Um, But I never found out why she didn't just throw them in the bin. And it was definitely more than one periods worth yeah there were multiple periods worth it was a very full like 40 centimeter tall bag wow gross um and then she ended up leaving the house she didn't clean her room and there was like dead bugs cockroaches dust like crap everywhere she left used dishes in her cupboard Mm. and she called me a cunt so (laughs) it really ended well and i still don't talk to her to this day (laughs) and did she leave a bag of those no, she took that bag with her, but I had to, like, really stain remove the carpet just to make sure that, it, like, nothing was there. Oh, my like, goodness. Like, clean and sanitize that whole room. So then I spent – the person that was moving into her room after her um, was coming that day, and I literally spent hours cleaning it. And she was like, oh, well, you didn't charge the uh, – I couldn't charge the vacuum, so I left. Yeah, Didn't I know, like but, like, couldn't charge the vacuum, bro. And that's, like, something that I found in, like, those um, – those those things that we that people wrote into because they were like, um, my housemate couldn't be bothered cleaning out their dishes, so they just hoarded them in yeah, the room. Yeah, just keep them in their room. Stop. Yeah. Just rinse them, bro, and put them back. And like, she, I don't care. She I'll had them, them in her cupboard as well. Like, it was just, I think because she didn't want to see us and come out of the room, she just ate in her room, but then left all her dirty dishes in the cupboard to the point where they, like, had, like, pink and green mold on them. Oh, and, like, all the dead bugs and the dust. It's like she'd never vacuumed or cleaned her room at all. And then she didn't. She left and didn't pay any of her bills oh. that was owing. And was that like, was rude. Yeah. What's the point of hoarding the pads and the tampons, do you think? I don't. I Honestly, it will. this story <laughs> will probably haunt me forever. I will never know why she did that. Because if you've taken it out and taken it to your room and put it in a bag, right, that same process could be for a bin. And there's a bin in the toilet. We had a bin in every toilet because and, it's a female house. Yeah, and other females were putting their tampons and stuff in there? Yeah, the other two of us were. That is so strange. Yeah, and we we spoke to her initially because she used to flush her tampons and we're like, oh, we'll have a bin in the toilet. You can't flush the tampons. Like, it's bad for the pipes. And she's like, yeah, yeah, and then kept them all in her room and I don't know why and I will never know why and it's my biggest regret not asking. I, like, was hoping she would explain when I told her about it because um, I really felt like I had invaded her personal space so I wanted to let her know, like, if anything looked out of place in her room, that was why. Um, and she was like, you must think I'm a pig. I was just like, Ugh. and didn't say yes or no and just laughed and was like, what the fuck? Look, I don't know if like, yeah, I wouldn't call her a pig. I'd just be like. It's a bit piggish. No, nah, bro, but like, take them to the, take them to the bin. I just don't understand it. I mean, don't want to, I don't ever also want to like trash talk someone's weird stuff like that but like don't but, make someone else clean up after you that's like the big thing like it's your filth you clean it up yeah but this isn't like yucking someone's yum like you shouldn't no. it's unhygienic <laughs> to store fucking tampons and pads in the room and like the smell of like old blood is not nice yeah anyway it was really gross oh speaking of like gross one of the common themes that i got from those write-ins was people shitting in the shower and this I can't understand. <laughs> and, you know, it makes my story feel like it pales in comparison because I got a few – so Tish and I, just for clarification, Tish and I asked in two different groups for some feedback around shit housemates or, like, horror housemate stories. 
And I got a few shower shitters as well. And is this a thing? I think, like, if it's a drain, people just use it, you know? And, like... That is not the right type of drain. Also, how do you get it down? Like, I know people are like, waffle stomp it down. But, like, how? And are you actually stomping it down with your feet? (laughs) Which makes me feel sick because I hate feet. But, like, how are you getting it down there? Maybe, like, they have a handheld shower hose and they're just, like, aiming it really close to it so oh it mashes gosh. up i don't think i don't know because then for the housemates to know that they were shitting in the shower as well there's traces yeah and one of the stories that was sent to me about the shower shitter was it was never a full shit it was only little nuggets left behind <laughs> <laughs> when they said nuggets i was like ew and it, apparently the housemate just flat out denied it and it was like you're you've the only left- one that used this shower. <laughs> you've left little pellet poops in there. Yeah. Like, you fucking pig. <laughs> who else do you think it could be? So gross. Although, like, when it's like, who else do you think it could be? There was this one person that wrote in that said that their housemate um, had a pigeon that just, like, roamed free in the house <gasps> as a pet and just would shit everywhere. And I was like... <laughs> that is fucking disgusting. <laughs> like, I fucking hate birds to start with as well. But who's letting a pigeon... How do you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to live in a house, I'm going to bring my pigeon, and my pigeon can shit everywhere? Yeah, People that just, like, like <laughs> birds too much, I think, let them roam free like that as well. Roaming though. free is fine. But this, like, this, there was a picture that they sent in, um, and the picture of the shit all over the floor was, like, beyond. Like, it's not something that, like, you wouldn't notice or wipe up straight away. Yeah. One of the um, ones on mine said that their housemate got a goat in, like, Metro Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought in my head, I don't think my sister would have been opposed to having a goat <laughs> in the rental. No, I think, like, there's different, like, levels. Yeah. Definitely. And, like, I understand pets can be messy, but this was, like, a continued, like, problem where there was just a pigeon shitting through their house. Yeah, which like, is I'd so gross. I'd almost be, like, willing to just let it be free with the other pigeons. Yeah, just, like, release it outside and be like, oops, sorry, I left the door open. <laughs> yeah. Although, knowing it, it's probably, like, a fucking homing pigeon and it'd come right back. I know, but also, does that make you the shit house, mate? If you're like, I just let your pigeon go. But the pigeon shouldn't have been in there in the first place. But in their eyes, and that's the funny thing which I think about sometimes, is that I'm probably the shit housemate in the tampon girl's eyes. 100%. She called me a cunt, so she must think I'm an awful person. So I just think the bird person would think you're the shit housemate because they have no insight into just how They'd shit they are. They'd be like, why aren't you cleaning up the pigeon shit? We both live here together. Yeah. yeah. And so much of it, of the stories, and, like, we got a lot of photos with the stories were about mess and not cleaning and weird shit like that, like disgusting rooms, like piles of junk, hoarding. People, like, and I don't know if you have protein shakes, but not cleaning their protein shakers out, and those things can fucking stink if you I don't think it's do the that. Way. Yeah. Anyway, it stinks, and so like leaving stinky dishes, letting things go moldy, all of that sort of stuff. It's fucking horrific. Yeah, I think as well. Like it's funny that when you're a housemate and you're in a housemate situation where you're living with someone, like me and that um, guy that used to rearrange the furniture, is that you start thinking. Is it me? Am I insane? Yeah. Am I being so picky? Like, why do I care about this? Yeah. Am I being petty? And like, I had a housemate and um, she was a lot older than I was. And I would come home and she'd like emotional dump on me every day. Mm. And I would Lucky she's not actually dumping on you. (laughs) I know. Or dumping in the shower. (laughs) But then I would like, um, so then I would go and hide in my room because I would just get home and I'd be like, I just can't, you know. You're fatiguing me. Yeah. Like I'm exhausted. Anyway. um, And then I would honestly like sit there and like be like, wait, am I the shit person? Yeah, because you know? you're hiding from it. Because I'm hiding from it. Yeah. 
And she probably like started making up stories in my head about in her head, sorry, about my behaviour. So it is really funny that there is that like flip side of it. You both probably yeah. shit. Yeah. What's your thoughts on housemates or people coming into your house and not saying hi to you and just So that is just so fucking rude. Yeah. I hate it. And so like even like not even like people coming in that have been there all the time but like if you get home and your housemates are there and you go hi and they don't say hello back to you oh, like so awkward like die yeah <laughs> so this period girl at, used to do that she used to just we'd be like hey and she'd just walk right upstairs and ignore us by the end because she hated us so much and I was like oh okay yeah, <laughs> but also like like it shouldn't be so difficult to just be like hello hi (laughs) or if you like i think as well like that's the thing like i know that you didn't maybe choose to be friends living in a house together but you are living in a house together so like that's like a lot of your life yeah just be just be nice it's just like common courtesy i don't i don't expect you to come hang out with us you don't have to share your whole life story but if i say hello i expect a response back 100 to anyone I think it's rude to ignore people in general even if it was a wave i would have taken a wave i would peace sign Thumbs up. I would have taken any of them. Literally a high. That's yeah. what it is. Or a smile. Hey. Yeah. Hmm. Even if it was a sarcastic smile. Um, some of the other ones I got, um, one person had someone that suffered from night terrors. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> he was trying to escape because he thought he was on a boat capsizing and he ripped all the curtains and rods clean out the walls. Oh, I feel so sorry for you. When I first read that story, I thought it was going to be like standing at the end of her bed. Oh, yeah. Because there were a few where people would like, they'd wake up and someone was at the end of their bed. And I'm oh, like, that no. is truly terrifying. And I think also like that's a big housemate rule for me as well is that like if I go to my room and I close my door, that is my space. Yeah. Yeah. There were so many different ones about housemates abusing that privilege. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them was a gent was like sleeping in his room and his ha- he was his room was the only one with a balcony and some girl walked through his room while he was sleeping to sunbake on the balcony and his partner came home and was like, what the fuck is this naked chick doing on your balcony? And he had to try and explain it. And it was like a new relationship. And apparently it didn't go well. I don't know. But, like, I mean, they got married in the end. But, you know. Side note, we were at Dad's house this afternoon. Um, some random Is just, Dad the shit house? Yeah. No, I was at Dad's house this afternoon. And Dad's, like, sitting in the kitchen just, like, doing his work. And then all of a sudden he goes there's someone walking in my backyard and they'd walk through someone else's property jumped the fence and then walked across dad's backyard and then walked up the side of the house no yes and then just walked up that's terrifying and like i was like what that's so (laughs) inappropriate so so confused like who's just walking through people's backyard i don't know and it was freezing and the guy was only wearing a t-shirt i was like that is sus those people are psychopaths (laughs) yeah if you're not well if you're warm from walking you still better wear a jumper because i'm cold but also the people that which i feel like sean's one of these but the people that wear shorts all year round like it makes no sense um, Your legs cannot be that hot. <laughs> <laughs> Just you in general can't be that hot. You're fine. Um, another one I got. Came home from an overseas holiday to find that my house had been raided. My old housemate is in jail for attempted murder of a police officer. Oh, wow. I was like, what? And there was a lot of stories about like people secretly having like drug plants, like... Um, 
uh, like marijuana plants in the house. It was like drug plants. What are they called? Marijuana plants in the house. <laughs> they and, had the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> and people like gambling away rent money and, um, you know, having drug addictions. And one of them um, even was like, oh, a man didn't allow me to have other males in the house unless I was related to them. But he would happily wake me during the night to ask me not to go into the dining room as he was about to have a threesome on the dining room table. <gasps> the double standards of it all, but as well just having like softcore porn in the lounge. It's like, at least keep it in your bedroom. I feel like when it's communal spaces, you can't fuck in them. So, speaking of this, oh my goodness. Oh, so, no. this was a family. This wasn't even like, uh, this was like people living together, but they were mom, dad, brother daughter which is like the sister yeah and the sister has a little kid living at the house and she kept on walking in on her brother masturbating in the living room no! like in the living room and she's like i'm disgusted it needs to stop my child could have walked in on this blah blah blah. yeah and the parents kind of told him off but he just like didn't care anyway and then a couple of weeks go past and she's walking past his bedroom and he's got the door wide open, having a wank again. It's no, like, like, he must be like a voyeur. Like he likes people watching. Is that a voyeur? Yeah, yeah, but not your family. No, I think it's just also like, well, I don't know what it is. It's That's like not right. <laughs> Thank you, are. That is fucking creepy. Another, <laughs> another one. You know how I said before I was worried that other story was going to say that they were standing over their bed during mm-hmm. their sleep terrors. This one's, I woke up to a flatmate standing over my bed with a crucifix trying to exercise the bad <laughs> spirits out of me. It was scary as hell. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Obviously, they think they're sinning. Some um, sort of judgment about their behavior. But also, like, please don't come into my room with a crucifix while I'm sleeping. Yeah, not late at night. But also, like, grow up. <laughs> but I also think, like, that's so traumatic that, like, you might not get past that. I would never want to go to sleep again. So, Literally, Metallica, sleep with one eye open. When Isla and I were little, we used to um, wait till the other person was in the shower and had, like, shampoo and conditioner in their hair with their eyes closed, and we would just stand very still, staring at the person from the other side of the glass. And to this day, when I wash my hair, even though I know that there's no one in the house, I'm still a little bit scared to open my eyes after I've been washing we my hair. We were the bad housemates. <laughs> Because literally when I moved in with Sean, I was like, the only thing you can't do is scare me while I'm in the shower. And I didn't remember where that trauma had come from. And now it's all flooding back to me. (laughs) It's literally from us being fucking idiot kids. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Trauma. Trauma response. But I also think that like when you have siblings growing up, you're much more tolerant of housemates as you're an older person. Like I found that moving in with other people and living with other people, like you're just more community oriented yeah you know yeah. like things that you do it there's there's the, and our dad gave us lots of jobs and we had lots of rules you know so like we always had recycling paper recycling etc etc we had spots for things and i think that that makes you a better housemate when you're older because you can follow simple house rules yeah i feel like sometimes the problems as well is how people behave in like communal spaces by a lot of the sounds of these um, and we were, I guess, taught to not leave our junk in communal spaces. So our room could be as messy as we wanted, but we couldn't leave our crap, you know, on the kitchen bench, on the kitchen table, that sort of thing. So I think a lot of people don't follow these rules that we were brought up with. No, but I think also, like, it depends. Yeah, and it depends on, yeah, it depends. Yeah. Um, Can I say depends again? 
Dependent depends. Yes, lovely. <laughs> um, similar to my period girl, housemate's girlfriend left dirty tampons on the windowsill next to the toilet and next to the bin. Please. But left them on the windowsill yeah, but what when are you the doing? bin is right there. <laughs> are you cooking them? No, I don't know. <laughs> Sun dried tampons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel unwell. I just don't understand. This one's you, Dish. This person said, one of my old housemates had a dog that wasn't desexed, which went on heat and bled all over our white carpet and white tiles. Although it says the owner did not clean up any of the blood up. You would at least clean the blood up if Piper was bleeding over everything. It's her fault she's got a little menzies. (laughs) Get it desexed. Um, Yes, it's on its way. There was another one that said, brown snakes in the house, need I say more? And I was like, yes, say more. What the (laughs) fuck do you mean? And she's like, worked for Wires, which is an animal rescue company. Thought it would be funny. It really wasn't funny. Oh, my God. So you brought them home? You brought brown snakes into the home. Psycho. Yeah. Literally thought it was a joke. And I'm like, this is not funny. Do you you want the mood to go down? I have a sad one. Okay. I've got mine are really only gross, I think. Okay. This is pretty sad. Yeah. Hit me. I had a housemate who didn't tell me their dog had parvo before it died. When my dog came to live with me, he was too little for the vaccine, contracted the disease, and ended up dying. Oh. They told everyone it was because I starved the dog and not because of the parvo at all. Oh, my God. I hope Christy's not listening, but she's one of our biggest fans. Oh, no. You're going to have to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Tish. Oh, it's really sad, isn't it? It is awful. And then the thing is to not even take like I think that's the thing. Be selfish, be an asshole, whatever. But don't like blame your terrible shit on me. Yeah, and don't the poor innocent dog. That is awful. I also think it's really funny like when housemates live with each other, like us with the shower, like prank each other. Um, prank just, patrol. Yeah, prank <laughs> patrol. It's so good. Um, and just doing mean things like. Um, Okay, this one's pretty good. Okay, hit me. I once had a housemate, or just sort of a drop-in basically, which I don't even know what that means because I've never had a drop-in housemate. Couch Um, surfers, discuss. Couch surfers is okay, but like... No, it's not. I wouldn't have anyone fucking stay on my couch. Oh, look, I wouldn't mind that. But anyway, but that got so You can never get rid of them. Well, yeah. Anyway. Um... They got so drunk he threw up in the bathroom sink and left it there for two days. He also went on a needle bender and threatened to stab everyone in our house because he could hear us whispering about him. No! (laughs) He needs help. Someone help. SOS. Maybe that um, crucifix person should Uh, go and get the tips. Absolve his sins. This is similar as well. Stabbing a knife into our table in the middle of the night, pushing the couch over, almost like your furniture rearranger. Telling us someone must have come into the house in the middle of the night because he obviously couldn't remember it. Um, leaving dishes to go moldy and have maggots. There's so many of those. I just want to find this one, except I've got to literally go through it. Oh, yeah. I moved in with... No, that's not it, but I'm going to read this one anyway. I moved in with a very good friend and her husband. Three months into our lease, she ran off and joined a sex cult. Wow. Said sex cult leader is now in jail awaiting trial too. No idea what she's up to, but has been amusing slash horrifying watching photos of her walking in and out of the court to support the sex cult leader. Yeah, because she is like cult Brainwashed. Mm, that's yeah. what call it. <laughs> sex cult. Cult sounds more like, maybe that's like a baby horse, isn't it? Yeah. 
Uh, someone kicked their housemate out and you will be sad by this he took his anger out on my chili trees pulled out roots and all (laughs) 10 year old trees six 10 year old trees six of them and then snapped them all up and threw them over the fence in the alleyway was a bizarre day I saw him from the kitchen window and then he tried to tell me that he tripped over them (laughs) you ripped them out you psycho (laughs) Jesus some people are so loose I just there's this one particular story I really want to find. Um, so I don't know whether this story is actually a negative or a bad thing. Yeah, it's all from your own perspective, but I think it's quite positive. So, um, this, this person writes in: I live with someone who tried hiding. She was smoking ice. Yet she'd be up all night scrubbing the whole house, bleaching, mopping. Like can't complain. Was a clean house, but like she'd always talk to herself and shit. And I'm just oh. kind of like I could tolerate a little bit of talking to yourself. For an extra clean fucking house. I always talk to myself. <laughs> Is that crazy? Uh, have you been doing ice? Uh, no. Are you up all night bleaching and scrubbing? I mean, there are worse things you can do on ice, but no, I'm definitely not up all night bleaching and scrubbing. See what I, I mean? So maybe. Yeah. You need to get a little bit of meth in your life. <laughs> Inspire me to clean a bit more. Um, but apparently they said it's a bit of sarcasm. The clean house was um, okay, but... They were always asking if she was on the phone and stuff because she'd be talking to no um, no one, but she was just talking to herself and yelling to herself. Oh, God. And I guess as well, like, something that was a common theme for, for like, me, like, as a young person was tampons getting flushed. So what's better, having the tampons flushed down the toilet or, or <laughs> cooking them on the windowsill? I don't. Okay, it's cheaper to have them cook on the windowsill because putting them down the pipes. Yeah, you can literally fuck up the pipes, but it's still disgusting. I can I choose neither. I want them in the fucking bin where they belong. Landfill. Do you know what would be better? Period Period undies. undies. Mm. I knew you were going to say that. It's a different time, though, isn't it? Different time, my friend. They didn't have them back then when my period friend stored all her tampons (laughs) and pads in there. Maybe that's how you should like try and respark the friendship. Is just be like. Such and such. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here are some moddy bodies. Yes. Enjoy the new period undies. Okay. I can't even find this last one, but it went along the lines of um, I. they were a um, property manager, mm-hmm. and when they went to do inspections, they saw that someone had um, hung their used tampon. No, they used condoms on a shelf, <gasps> oh! washed them and hung them on a shelf, and I was like, to reuse them or were they scared that someone was stealing their sperm and their property manager was like oh i'm assuming to reuse them because if you saw him you wouldn't be scared that anyone was stealing his sperm oh <laughs> i was well, like burn. burn as but like i heard a lot actually that's funny that you said that now because i heard a lot of um things about people storing like not storing leaving used condoms underneath the bed which like goes back oh. to that same vein of like the tampons it's like it's inappropriate to be leaving Use bodily fluids anywhere for anyone else to clean up that is not yourself. Yeah. Keep body bodily fluids to, like, the trash. And I know it's very sexist of me to blame the men, but they're the ones with the loose hoses at the end of them, and they bloody spill all around the toilet and those sort of gross things. So many disgusting, like, m- like full male household stories about the way they live. Yeah. Like, oh, yuck. But also, like, I think as well, like, some people just act like, 
six-year-old's been left alone at home all day. Yeah, and sometimes that kind of group mentality of everyone doing it. Is yeah. Like, oh, well, it's man. like diffusing responsibility. You're kind of like, oh, well, I'm not going to clean everyone's dishes, so I'm just not going to clean the dishes. Well, Dave, our brother, had a housemate that would clean only her dishes in the sink when he would clean anyone's dishes in the sink, and he had a go at her. He's like, no, you don't just clean your dishes. You clean everyone's dishes. You don't just pick and choose yours. Like, she'd pick out a spoon and be like, oh, I didn't use that spoon. I'm not going to do it and put it back. Wow. When Dave, our brother, would clean anyone's dishes that are in there. Who were the people that were leaving the dishes there the most? I don't know. Yeah, see, I wonder... Because I lived with these two girls and one of them was disgusting. And so she would leave her dishes there all the time and so the other one wouldn't clean her dishes. And I understood that because she got to a point where she was like, well, she's disgusting. Yeah. I'm not going to clean up after her all the time. And I was like... Okay, but now I'm cleaning up after both of you. Yeah, I don't think it was, though, a problem of because I think they would all just differently do it. Mm. So maybe just people in a rush and that sort of thing because Dave said that he would sometimes, like, he would do hers and then she would just pick hers out and not do his. But it's so know. funny, like, the rush. That's, like, something that cracked me up. Like, for some reason, in the morning before work, when everyone's leaving the house, like, not, everything's rushed, you know? Like, yeah. It's so funny, like dishes are left and things aren't done properly because it's like, oh my God, we've all run out of time. We've got to leave the house. And it's like, bro, you have the same amount of time to leave in the morning as you do. But I snooze my alarm. <laughs> Everyone snoozes their alarm. Normal people snooze their alarm. Well, great. Yes. Tish is a morning riser, so she doesn't need to. <laughs> she just wakes up with the sunshine and the birds and the rainbows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, though, our stories are not as bad as some of them like there are a lot of people that of the stories I read that were real nightmares like they people took over the house and they couldn't get rid of them so right now there is a Netflix limited series called something about having a bad housemate <laughs> world's worst housemate right, I thank think. you yeah. thank you for jumping in there I was expecting you to jump in there and save me I'm gonna leave that gap there that's too. fine I don't mind um anyway so yeah, and that is horrifying, Zoe. It is scary. You should all Y'all watch it. Y'all get the chance to watch it. <laughs> Stop with your accents. <laughs> it's actually a really good short mini series. There's only like four or five episodes, but it makes you appreciate that even if your housemates are gross, they're not fucking murderers. And it also makes you appreciate the fact that you live in Australia. I mean, I don't know if all of y'all live here, but um, <laughs> Australia has very different, sim- similar but different um, squatting laws. And tenancy laws. Mm. Like the tenancy laws in America sound really crazy that like as soon as you get a piece of mail there that you can't legally kick them out, you have to go through the courts. It's only in some states. Oh, well, that sounds like a nightmare though. Mm. You just get mail sent to you immediately there, like some catalogue, and then you'd be fine. 100%. That's crazy. Cry. Yeah. Um, But yeah, some of the stories really made me appreciate that even though my housemates were gross, they never tried to kill me, they never got in trouble with the law, and... You know, I've survived to tell the tale. 100%. And also, like, grateful. Grateful for all the experiences because at the end of the day, they make for good stories that make me laugh. Yeah. And I we always like to finish these episodes by kind of flipping it about the not shit people. And I've had some really good housemates as well that have not been fucking nightmares and, you know, play by the rules, clean up, contribute, pay their rent on time. Good to have Friday night beers with. Yes. Hang out with as well. Do some chores together yeah <laughs> no chores together um you've had some good housemates too i hope ah oh, heaps heaps of heaps of beautiful people so i'm really grateful and even the like even the 
crap and crazy ones, you know, they all have their good parts, you know. They're intolerable for a moment. But I think that's why you also sit there sometimes and go, am I the petty one? Because it's like, actually, you know, they they are good people. They just don't uh, cohabitate well. Yeah. And I guess it really shows you as well that you can't live with everyone. Mm. You shouldn't be expected to be able to get along with everyone. And so it really does show you who you can and can't live with. But it also shows you what... I guess is your minimum standard. 100%. <laughs> and it's not shitting in the shower for me. That's pretty, you Waffle know. stomping is yeah. not on my agenda. <clears throat> and, neither is, um, and neither is hoarding tampons in my cupboard. Yes, I really don't like that either. It's pretty gross to deal with. <laughs> cool. Well, Tish, thank you so much for coming on. I've thank had so much me. fun yes. venting about housemate horrors. And I just want to say a big thank you to everyone that we got to write in as well. I had over 150 responses to my post alone and Tish had something similar. So we really appreciate everyone sharing their stories. We hope that they got to vent a little bit as well um, and hopefully got to um, have I don't know, some relief from getting that off their chest and some people on the internet relating to them a little bit. Um, if you like this episode, please rate us five, or, or any of the episodes because you should listen to all of them. Please rate us five stars and leave a very kind and beautiful review. And remember the most important rule of all, try not to be a cunt. Bye. Bye.